Yeah. That's the first time I've ever done that. How does it, it makes you feel good. It does. Yeah. Like, it gets you in. I, I see why Beatty likes it. it. Yeah. Anyway, my name is Josh DiMatteo. You're tuned into Backdoor Cut. I'm here with Jake Eisenberg. Matt Beatty isn't actually with us today. He is in the Pacific. He's in Bali. He's hunting some warm... Warm climate elk. Warm elk. <laughs> he can't stop. He's addicted. Yeah, well, after his whole European hunting trip, he got back for a couple of days, got mm. antsy, had to get back out there again, flew straight to Bali. That's the closest place, apparently. It is an insatiable thirst. Yeah. The thrill of the chase. It's amazing that all these airlines let him on with that hunting ride. I know. Amazing. Yeah, the special permits. Anywho, um, this week, we're kind of stuck in that weird time between... Mm-hmm. The end of free agency and the beginning of training camp. And it only really goes for like a month. Yeah. But for this month, every year, it's just nothing. Yeah, it's pretty dead. We're more, I feel like we're more of a, you know, a TMZ type space than we are of a basketball yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's just you know? like, guess what Chris Bosch did in <laughs> <Yeah>. this restaurant? <laughs> Dw- Dwight Howard lost 25 pounds again. <laughs> <laughs> Right, eh? Yeah, Carmelo Anthony's wife thinks he should play for Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. D Wade might be helping LeBron in LA. Does yeah. that mean he's coming out of retirement? Only for the, only for the next day for him to be like, nah, no. just playing. Uh, I'm retired as, as F. As F. <laughs> D Wade with the kids these days. Can't, he's can't, down. He gets the lingo. Yeah, he's, he's young. Um, we do have a bit of uh, World um, World Cup basketball though, tiding us over, which has actually been quite fun. Yeah, it's been awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really enjoying like all the international. I say international; they're all internationals. But, but for whatever reason, I don't feel like USA is. I know. I mean, I get, I get where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the but US like, of the world, and then yeah. the NBA is playing. The rest of world teams yeah. have been awesome. Mm-hmm. I have thoroughly enjoyed watching them. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I've been surprised at how much fun I've had watching the World Cup. Yeah, our, our very own Matt Beatty has been getting uber frustrated at the excellence of Spain, the continued excellence of Spain. It's just organizational infrastructure, man. Yeah, I mean, you've got these guys like Marc Gasol playing the right way. This is what happens. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we'll get into that. (laughs) But first, I want to talk about one, like a fan favorite, Mm. uh, Mike Scott. The Beehive. The Beehive. Mm. He got in a bit of a tussle the other day Mm -hmm. at a... Philadelphia Eagles game, is that correct? That's Jake, correct, can yes. you confirm? Versus the Washington Eagles, division rivals. Yep, division rivals. Um, I'm not much of an NFL man, but yeah, so, I know that's important. Yeah, exactly. So they play each other twice a year. It's always, you know, the division winner goes to the playoffs, all that stuff. So you, you just build this vitriol against your division rivals over the years. Which spilled over. Spilled inappropriately, over. Inappropriately, by the looks of things. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, to run you through the story, Mike Scott, for the past week has been pumping up on his socials. I'm going to be at the Philadelphia Eagles versus Redskins game because I'm a Redskins fan. I'm going to be wearing my Redskins stuff, talking to my Philly locals. It'll be great. Anywho, the day of the game, he's posted a Philly in his Redskins, uh, posted a picture in Philly in his Redskins jersey up on his Instagram. He's like, on my way to the game. See you all there. Da-da-da-da. Gets to the game and... The event that he was at is like the tailgating event mm-hmm. behind the game. Which and quickly. I don't know a lot about because I'm Australian, but you, my friend, have been tailgating I've before. been tailgating. I'm 50% American, so it's, <laughs> it's in my blood and it needs to be adopted as an Australian pastime because we love sport and we love drinking. I feel like Australians would get behind tailgating it's, way, way, way too much if they yeah, ever, if it it ever caught dangerous. on. Because <laughs> literally, you, you can turn out anywhere between 
I guess when the sun comes up, you can rock up to the game and and get set up with with you with your SUVs, your camping stuff. Like the setups I saw in New England when I saw the Patriots, you know, I saw a dude with a giant pot boiling lobsters <laughs> behind was, the game uh, before the game. You know, got to fuel yeah. up. You know, playing beer pong, the whole thing. Even after the game, I've got these old these old dudes. They've got a full couch, plasma screen out the back of their truck, satellite dish. They're cooking up a big pot of, um, what was it, um, gnocchi, big pot of gnocchi, <laughs> red wine. These unreal. Do some people like just not go to the game and they just tailgate? Yeah, so these guys day? literally didn't go to the game. They just like chilled outside in the with the tailgate, all the fans, and then people went into the game and they chilled outside, watched the four different games. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Could, the you, early... could you imagine rocking up to the game just to sit outside all day long? I can, and it sounds fantastic. <laughs> oh, well, you can. You've been. Um, anywho. Anywho. We went to one of those. So... It, the, it was a Philadelphia home game, and apparently, and you would know this, I, I even know this through It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, a great program. Fantastic show. Um, tailgating at a Philadelphia game is pretty hectic. There, it, like, it's, a, it's a big tailgate of in the rankings of tailgating. And um, Mike Scott rocked up in his Redskins jersey. Everyone's in their Philadelphia jerseys. And he's, like, going around, you know, shaking a few hands. Hey, I'm Mike Scott. Nice to meet you. I play for Philly. Uh, yeah. um, and he sees a, a coffin, like, set up a casket full of Redskins stuff all over it. And he's like, whoa, <laughs> that's interesting. I want to go get a photo with that. So he walked up to it, and the group that was around this casket was just obviously complete, disgusting, white trash. Mm. And they didn't know who he was, basically. They just saw this big dude in a six foot ten dude in a Redskins jersey come up to them, thinking that he wanted trouble. So they started trouble, and they started getting into it, pushing, shoving. And basically, it all kicked off when someone in their group started chucking out major racial slurs and it picked up big and there was slurs being thrown around everywhere. This has not been denied by anyone. Eyewitnesses of all around have admitted this is exactly what happened. Um, and it kicked off and Mike started throwing a few hands, you know, like getting into it. And thankfully, Philly and the NBA are not punishing Mike at all, which so they shouldn't. Like, why on earth would he need to be punished? But um, I think a lot needs to happen in monitoring this kind of behavior in tailgating and all this mm. kind of stuff like if it's just alcohol and you know energy and uh, what would you fa no, fanaticism to to toxic yeah masculinity yeah yeah and uh, you know fans is short for fanatics yeah it just sucks like you know it's not just feeling unfortunately racism exists all across the world and especially specifically in america and i think that you know you get the wrong people at the wrong time this is who they are, and they see some someone like Mike Scott come over, and who's not looking for trouble, and yeah. they turn into trouble, and then that the first thing they do is start chucking racial slurs. And it's, I like, just don't feel bad for Mike. Like, I mean, not, I feel bad for Mike Scott, I don't, but I, obviously, I don't think he did anything wrong. He has no, every right to not. defend him, himself and his honor and all that shit. And what are they thinking, trying to fight Mike Scott? Yeah, <laughs> and, and not to someone. mention these are the same people that will no doubt have a yeah. Sixers jersey at home mm -hmm. and go to the game later that and year and disgusting. do the same thing. Like, oh, this is me not off. good. Yeah, that it sucks. was even exacerbated by the fact that Philly gave it's their team policy when a player goes to public events like this. 
they have to have a team security guard with them. So he had security with him, and security wasn't able to break it up. Um, Philly and the NBA are now looking into, like, practices of how they can better protect their players Mm. from this kind of thing happening. But, yeah, just terrible. Feel bad for Mike Scott. Respect to Mike Scott. Respect to Mike Scott. Uh, Segway... Unfortunately for Mike Scott, mm-hmm. his favorite ninja headband, as of today, is officially banned as NBA uniform, and he can no longer look like a ninja G on the court. Neither can Jimmy Butler, neither can Jared Allen, neither can all these guys that just look like legends with, with their ninja headbands. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's a it's actually a weird turn. The NBA is actually pretty progressive with these things. It's not like it's a progressive issue to, to allow people to wear, head, to wear headbands, but yeah. like the reason they've said that they can't have it is because it's a safety issue yeah. with the clothing. I don't know what these headbands... We must know it is specifically the ninja headbands. Specifically the ninja headbands. The regular headbands that go around your head, mm. no dramas. But as yeah. soon as it's got like little bits flapping off the yeah. back where it has yeah. to tie up, yep. banned. And I'm like, unless these bloody headbands are made out of diamonds or <laughs> animantium or something sharp that can really <laughs> cause damage. But I'd like to see some research behind... Yeah, you would think it'd be a very lightweight cloth. Was there an ra- a rise in eye issues because of the <laughs> headbands last year? I didn't hear any reports until today that they're t- unsafe. Yeah, Jimmy went up for that layup and I couldn't see, man. Yeah, I don't think Clay Thompson's ACL was an issue wearing a headband. He wasn't even wearing a headband, Josh. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But anyway, yeah, it's super unfortunate because I can only imagine how... G-Dub De'Aaron Fox is, you know, he chucks in, you know, Karate Kid 1 on VA, on VCR, gets the headband wax off, on, drops wax off. wax on, wax off, baby, you know, you get Mr. Cream, Mr. Miyagi, drops 25 and 12 assists, mostly to do with the headband, nothing to do with his skill, they're taking that away from him. And we were saying off mic before how the headband even, like, it makes you look faster sometimes, you just... You zoom forward and those flaps fly behind you and you're like, Naruto, man. It's It's just great. Um, The only reason thing we can think of that they, like, would actually be getting rid of it is because Adam Silver was bald. (laughs) (laughs) No no hair to, like, wipe that sweat off, man. Yeah, he's jelly. Yeah. He doesn't have to keep any... You've got, like, longish hair. longish hair. Like, it helps to keep your hair back with a headband or something Exactly right. Now I'm going to feel people looking at me weird I'm going to wear the headband to pick up and they're going to be calling me out is this not safe Jake doesn't care about player safety incorrect I think it's bullshit I think the more (laughs) if we're going to talk about clothing and player safety the more pressing issue is definitely low cut shoes you you could snap an ankle with low cut shoes Gordon Hayward (laughs) dislocated his foot in those low cut shoes God. Make everyone wear high tops. Forget forget this ninja shit. Yeah, do some real work. Let's fix these ACL issues. Anyway, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Jalen Allen's no longer not going to be able to wear that Keep dope. these big oh, afro. afro. Damn yeah. it. Yeah, it's unfortunate. This is just bad news after bad, bad news, man. <laughs> it's a tough day. Uh, what else we got? We got Iguodala. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's talk about that. So, Andre Iguodala is currently, if you're unaware, a Memphis Grizzly. Yeah, that happened through a bunch of trades mm. and this, that, and whatever. If you weren't aware, that's okay. It's been a wild yeah. off season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's hard to keep track with all these things, particularly mm. when everyone assumed it would just be a like quick a stop. quick stop there before he gets waived and he'll end up somewhere else. Mm. Problem is, he never actually ended up anywhere else. The free agency period is over. And now Memphis actually have a really big trade chip mm. in Iguodala because no doubt come midpoint through the season, a contender will be like, that's our missing piece. We need that. 
he's a valuable piece to any um, yeah. numerous contenders. He but was all, just the yeah. X factor, yeah. so to speak, of like the most successful dynasty of the past ten years. But but even from like. What what do the Memphis Grizzlies get out of buying him out? I don't see why Nothing. they would, why they yeah, would do of that course. at all. Like, no, it's not crazy to understand yeah. why they don't want to buy him yeah. out. It just sucks for Iggy because, like, he doesn't want to have his last season yeah. helping the kids in Memphis. He wants to go win another ring. Okay, sure. He, well, firstly, he's got, what, three rings now after the Warriors experience? Yep. He's got three rings. I don't feel especially bad for him not having been able to chase the, the ring straight away. And from a Grizzlies perspective, again, he has value if, even if they don't trade him. If he's a guy that gives them not to win any games but to play 15, 20 minutes and maybe trade him at the deadline. But he's the perfect mentor for yeah, guys yeah. like Jar and, and Jaron Jackson. So to, to to buy him out and not get anything back from a trade or get any of the veteran experience yeah, it's bestowed silly. upon these super key draft picks that they've made... Yeah, I, like, I I don't see why they'll do it at all. I still see I still see Iguodala getting moved before the trade deadline. Absolutely. But he might just have to play out the season at fifteen minutes a game with these dudes, which is not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Have you seen not. those retro event uh, uh, yeah, yeah. jerseys? They look sick. Because <laughs> they are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and if I was going to get one, I'm probably between Morant. But if I can get an Iguodala yeah. Memphis. Now, Vancouver Grizzlies jersey, I'm going to do it. Yeah, and we love our niche jerseys here Don't at Backdoor Cut. If we can get uh, even like a couple of months with one team, oh, that, that's, that's ace. That's a cool niche Perfect, jersey. Yeah. Which I found a really dope a throwback basketball store in Oxford Street. Right. Oh, no, I know the one. Throwback. I know the one. Yeah, yeah, I've walked past and Unreal, I was like, dude. whoa, where, where did this come from? Oh, so Father's Day just passed and I've got myself and Dad... Some 84, 86, like championship Celtics, like retro t shirts. Jason Tatum was wearing them on his Instagram as well. So, did you get a name at the back or blank ones? Oh, it's not a jersey, it's just kind of like championship oh, yeah, 84, yeah. 86, retro, super dope. Um, yeah, really great. Actually, side tangent, yes, have we had a podcast since we since I went to the Canadian Canada? USA no, game? I don't think we have. I don't think, I don't think we have, either. but we, we'll, we'll get we'll into get the there. FIBA talk so we can yeah. we can wrap it all into yeah. that. Um, we we might as well just jump into that now. Yeah, How was the game? One of the greatest sporting experiences of my life. Had yeah. unreal seats, like fifteen rows back, right on center court. Um, speaking of Jason Tatum, I got to my seats and there was a, a lady and like a two year old, three year old sitting in the seats, and I was like, oh, they must just think they're in the wrong seats. I'm like, excuse me, Jason Tatum's mom and his son Deuce. <laughs> I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, you're Jason Taylor's mom. She's like, yeah. I'm like, and that's Deuce. <laughs> I know oh, Deuce. I'm like, this is Deuce. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, can I have a picture with you guys? She's like, of course. This is great. I'm hanging out with Deuce. Got a great picture of him looking at me funny. Amazing. And then I'm also like, you guys are sitting in my seats. If you could just work that out. So it was hilarious. And Jason Tater's mum was sitting in your seat. Jason Tater's mum was How sitting cool. in my seat. It was crazy. I was like, look, I'll see, I'll, I won't have to watch the game that I've met you, but if you do have other seats, <laughs> I do know if you can be forward. So he, she was in the row, two rows in front with all of the friends and family of the USA players. So I'm not sure. I, I don't know the friends and family yeah, quite yeah, yeah. as well as I do Jason Tatum's family. But the mate that I was with was very impressed that I knew what Jason Tatum's <laughs> mum and son looked like. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I am. I, I wouldn't have picked that. I would have just been like, get out of my seat, lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was awesome. And so I was... 10, 15 metres away from the Celtic, uh, not, not the Celtics bench, the Team USA bench, and I got to see Marcus play. I got, cool. to, see I got to see a Tatum windmill. I saw Jalen drop 19. I got to see, dude, Kemba's crossover in real time is, 
disturbing how insanely easy it is for, for him to change speeds. He like sets a guy up. He's not as crafty as, as Kyrie's with, with his handle, but his explosiveness to set a dude up one way and then he takes a step and he just leaves these defenders just with no ankles. It is unreal. I saw Marcus Smart playing just super aggressive defense on the Canadian uh, point guards. Canada Man, didn't have a hope in hell. Oh. <laughs> I remember before the game, we were like, because USA had lost to Australia yeah. the night before. Load up, USA. Yeah, look up, <laughs> look out for that. Yeah, so smart. And I just got to see an amazing Donovan Mitchell alley-oop at the end of the quarter off a Marcus Smart steal. It was, I was in heaven. I was chanting, let's go Celtics. Yeah, the, the family in front of me was laughing. And then the weirdest thing and most exciting part the of the Lopez game, thing? the Brooke Lopez yeah. thing, there was a, a group of guys kind of behind the basket, but a little bit further up that just were like chanting a little bit of Lopez. They was the, had clearly had a few beverages throughout the game, just yelling shit. It was great. And then that starts to spread throughout the stadium. Lopez. <laughs> Lopez. I was wondering, like, what the hell yeah. is going on? Yeah, and then it's, we want Lopez. It's burnt, da, 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 da. And then I'm sitting next to my mate, I'm like, did we miss something before the game? <laughs> what is going on? And then just the whole crowd is just chanting low. Every time it, and the, the camera crew starts putting him on the screen, <laughs> crowd's going crazy. And then Pop, Pop is the best. He buys all in on this. Because Brooke wasn't part of the plan. He's obviously not playing much in the World Cup. And he goes over to look to Lopez to look like he's subbing him in. The crowd starts going wild. <laughs> and then he's like, moves over to Donovan Mitchell. Everyone's like, boo! Coaches, uh, could pop such a performer, man. Yeah, exactly. And then he goes over to, to Middleton to pretend to put him in. Everyone's booing him. Goes back to Lopez. Crowd goes crazy. Puts Lopez in the game. Crowd's just chanting Lopez. Yeah, dude, it made like worldwide yeah, well, yeah. Even in America, they were like, Bizarre scenes yeah. Yeah. USA versus Canada game. Australia falls in love with Brooke Lopez. <laughs> and he's at, like, the camera pans to him in the crowd where he's just sitting on the bench. He's, like, looking around, it's laughing like, to himself. Yeah, the, the guy's, like, ribbing him. Yeah, he's like, Pop, he's Pop, like, what? what did you do? Uh, I, don't did you... I, don't, I don't know. I don't know why he bailed me. And he's a great guy. Yeah. So... I, think, I think us as Australians are good at picking when a guy's just, like, down to earth, grounded. They're like they can take a joke exactly, you know? and like we can pick it. Brooke yeah. Lopez, he's the he's the guy for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was it was awesome, and um, yeah, so, dude, I got to see my the four my four, my four favorite Celtics right there. I was, it, um, it really like I was picking my little moments like that. I only got to see I I haven't seen anything like that in mm. terms of basketball in Australia. And even the stuff I've seen, it just makes you think how lucky these NBA mm. fans are that they can go to 82 games in a season if they want to it's just like the tagline where amazing happens they get to see amazing daily it's unreal right so <laughs> like, good. it's so lucky us Australians are on the other side of I the know. world trying to f- watch it work and at weird times which you can do which, now which can because do. SBS just yeah, picked up the rights they did free to air so for good for all our Aussie mm. fans out there SBS two free games a week for the next two years NBA, NBL, actually NBL, we got all the games. Yeah. NBA and WNBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's home of basketball. Home of basketball. It's, I'm, we're, I'm a very happy man. Yeah. It's very good. Um, yeah, I'm actually going to the States in October. Yeah. I'll be seeing a Lakers and a Grizzlies game. Oh, cool. La- Lakers, Grizzlies and a Clippers, Spurs. So, in October? Yeah. Like late October. Yeah, one of my best mates is getting married and mm-hmm. I'm the... the the best man. Very Congratulations. Thank you very much. And he's got a... Anyway, details, details. <laughs> but we're doing a USA, California sports extravaganza trip. I made an Excel spreadsheet of every 
Californian sports team in every game for like a six-week period because that's the window. We're going to see a Stanford versus Arizona football game, a 49ers-Carolina Panthers game, and those two basketball games. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> you got to do some investigative journalism while you're over I, there. I'm going to have to get my, my real, not fake, um, credentialed pass under control. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, so I'm super excited for that. Um, but on to more global basketball chat. Yeah, it's been great. Let's talk the World Cup. Yeah, so the USA have lost. Man, firstly, all of the games have just been really good. Yeah, I'll the be... atmosphere yeah. at these games are really cool. Um, there's definitely like a the World Cup's happening mm-hmm. kind of buzz around the place. Well, China you always hear about as being one of the biggest basketball markets in the world, and they have 100 percent proved proved that correct. The, the the crowds, Andrew Bogut is getting booed every single time he touches the ball. Which, do you know why that happened? Why I have happened? no idea. Yeah, so he, um, there was a Chinese Olympic athlete, I forget all the details, but um, got um, pinged for some kind of doping. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, yeah, he yeah. said some, some comment on, on social media that was negative towards yeah. that athlete. Yeah. And now China hates him. Yeah, I did hear about that. Every so what? Time, so all of China hates Andrew Bogut. All of China hates Andrew <laughs> Bogut. So they're literally... For, and they've played like... This is like the fifth game now. And they're not letting up. Yep. Every time he touches the ball, does anything, just booing him. It's amazing. I'd like to see any one of them stand up to Andrew oh, no. Bogut. <laughs> they're just booing him. It's okay. It's sports. Booing is good. As long as you keep it, keep it non-racist, yeah, all, yeah. I'm, all, I'm all for it. And, and Andrew Bogut's a bit of a weirdo. Man, when I went to the media. NBL, I lost my voice booing. Yeah. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Illawarra came up for a free throw, I booed with everything in me. <laughs> it, there's something about basketball. Oh, it's, it's just such a good sport to boo. It's so much, yeah, because there's so many op- opportunities. It's great. Free throw, boo. <laughs> and the court's smaller so they can really feel you and hear you. It's fantastic. But yeah, a uh, couple of standout teams so far. I feel like Spain's been playing Spain's great. Good. Serbia was playing great before. Yeah, they seem to be the, the Joker got the favorite after the after the US. Mm. Um, the Twin Towers. I love how they're playing Jokic and Boban. Yeah. At the same time. Hey, Boban's flicking some real fancy passes. Man, he's <laughs> this skilled. World Cup. He's a skilled player, man. Yeah. He, he's a dude that can get twelve minutes in the playoffs. He can get. He can do some serious damage in the World Cup, especially against some of these lesser teams where he's. Like playing against China or Japan. Yeah, it's they not can't really do much about Boban. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've just been loving like all these international players being able to use their skills that they would use in an international setting. Like you watch EuroLeague basketball, it's totally different to the mm-hmm. NBA. And a lot of the guys that have dominated that space haven't been able to use their skills in the NBA because it's just a different game. You can't really be crafty. You need yeah. to be quick, powerful, athletic. And, like, watching these guys just float around, do their thing. Like, people have been talking about how Frankie Smokes has been playing mm-hmm. great for France. And he has. Yep. He's, like, had a noticeable impact on the game. They play much better anytime mm-hmm. he's on the court. I wonder, like, for a lot of these guys that are struggling in the NBA setting, is there something that's just not translating for them? I think that just playing a different type of basketball a little bit in a different setting, it's just, I think it's so valuable. I think we've seen it with all different types of these um, Team USA teams, guys like Durant and the the year where Kobe was the older statesman and then LeBron and D-Wade and those guys were the younger guys on the team and they came back after the experience and just had kind of figured it out and Mm. really took that next step forward, which is why I think it's really disappointing that we didn't get to see De'Aaron Fox and the fact that Devin Booker would be so helpful for this team 
And Bill Simmons and Devin Booker have gotten into it on Twitter, actually. I'm not sure if you Good saw that. Good on Bill Simmons. Huh? Good on Bill Simmons? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, he, all, all he did was make a comment saying, oh, I'm sure the Team USA experience would have been less valuable than the uncontested threes you're taking in a gym with a five foot nine trainer. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted. True. Roasted. And then uh, Jason Tatum got in, like, rolled his ankle, because that's kind of the argument, right? Because you might get injured. But, you know, Boogie tears his ACL playing practice. I've told you once, and I'll tell you before, Jake. Phoenix going nowhere with Devin Booker running the show. Man, we're, we're all soft. on the same. We're all on the soft. same page. If if you think you know that Devin Booker can't, like going into a, a situation where you can actually win some meaningful games as the lead scorer, because that, that's the one thing that Team USA yeah. is missing is another guy that can play with Kemba. Donovan Mitchell's not quite ready, but De- Devin Booker, as much as and we like re- the professionalism around Team USA, Coach Pop, yeah, and Steve Kerr, like. How can that experience not be positive to build chemistry with a new group of guys, learn from veterans, play with other dudes in, in your peer level that are all these superstars? It just anyway. I um actually heard something that Pop's been doing with the team to build chemistry, build mm. their IQ, all that kind of stuff. And it speaks to how I guess personal Pop is as a coach. And maybe that's why he's had so much success over the years. But Basically, every day before practice or before their shoot around or whatever, he gets all of them in a in the change rooms. Yeah, and he has a pop quiz, <laughs> and he just hits them with like geography questions, just cool. like general knowledge stuff. And the whole team has to play this pop quiz. Yeah. And apparently, like he picks them individually. Harrison Barnes, what's this? And like you got to answer it. And every day they're starting to like prepare themselves for these <laughs> questions. And it's making them think, and it's making like no one puts down another guy for getting a question yeah. wrong because tomorrow it might be you. Yeah, and you got to help your teammates. Like if you know, you can put your hand up. Oh, cool. And like it's it really works this kind of stuff, and you can see the chemistry building. I almost wish this Team USA was a team. I know, to, right? <laughs> to follow, like it would be so much fun. To yeah. see these guys actually be a team. But it, like if Devin Booker can't appreciate mm. the little things, like those things that really improve you as a player. These players might improve more from those coach pop quizzes than from actually playing the games. It like the mentality and the professionalism and the way Team USA goes about their business is the right way and like invaluable. If you can't appreciate that, mate, don't play. Yeah, You're not, look, not good enough for the team. Mate, talk to me when you win more than 20 games. Exactly, exactly. Um, that was a bit of a side tangent. But yeah, Devin Booker, get your header out of your ass. I think that's a consistent theme on Backdoor Cut. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so some standout performers though. I like to think Jalen Brown has killed it, man. He has been so good, like um, just consistently doing everything. He, he's played a lot in the front court, so not playing guard. They've tried him out at center. They've played him and, at, at the four and then at three. And he's something that he struggles with is feel... So he has effort, but knowing how to crash the boards. He has more f- yeah. effort than yeah. just about anyone. Yeah. yeah. So learning how to crash the boards is is as important as really wanting to crash the boards. And I, that's been something that I've really noticed is not only his willingness, but his understanding of when to pick his spots to like really use that athleticism and that effort has been really impressive. He's run some pick and roll. What's great is you get to see a lot of these dudes doing stuff that they don't get to do in their regular yeah. teams. So watching you run pick and roll... Just attack and Because, like, international ball is such a everybody eats yeah. type of thing. It's not, mm. all right, Jalen, you score all the points, you mm. do this. You, it's not like an NBA team. Yeah, it, so he, yeah, he's been super impressive. And, like, Jalen Brown will be the personification of what Devin Booker missed out on. Yeah. He's going to improve 
twice as much next season, I think. He'll come in having already played with a couple of his Celtics teammates who are building phenomenal chemistry, mm-hmm. might I add. Mm-hmm. He will come in having played different roles, different positions. What if he, like, learns so much about the four from this quick little experience that well, Celtics coach, can Brad Stevens, can play him five, ten minutes at the four in a game? And that's a position where, this, like, the Celtics have yeah. these wings where when we're a little bit unsure of what's happening at the four, where the rookie Grant Williams or Semi Ojale or can who can next... Hey, just a pinch. Yeah, just like five, ten minutes of everyone. Because Jalen's got the size, and you can kind of tell that now he's, in, he's I think he's turning 23 this year. He's getting into that, that man strength, and he's going to have the, the size to, to do that. So, he's yeah, he's been he's been the real eye-opener. Um, and Marcus Smart, uh, they put... So, Giannis... So, Greece played against the Team USA uh, the other day. Giannis came out and scored the first seven points. Actually, I took the over 22.5 of Giannis points. You know it's bad when you're betting on FIBA World Cup games. Anyway, separate story. Um, that didn't come off. But Giannis had the first seven points. It just looked like he was unstoppable. And then later in the game, they put Marcus Smart specifically on Giannis. And he was doing these ninja spins to stay in front of him and just sh- literally shut Giannis down, which yeah. is... That's Unreal. awesome. Yeah, it was... It was man, And imagine total. the confidence that'll yeah. give him going into the no. season. I don't think he needed any more confidence, Marcus Smart did, but uh, just to, to... Just the fact that yeah. he knows he can do it. Yeah, and, 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 and look, that's going to be something that all Eastern Conference teams are going to have to do at some point is deal with the Greek freak. Mm. Weird, though, um, they didn't play him in the fourth quarter at all, Giannis, because they kind of thought the game was out of hand and they had another chance to move forward to the next round in the next game, so they didn't actually see Giannis at all in the fourth quarter. And then there was a moment where the game was out of hand. Harrison Barnes on the fast break, and Giannis's brother tried to chase down block and had Harrison Barnes fly into the stance. And then there was a little bit of argy bargy, chirp chirp chirp. And then Jalen and Giannis got into it a little bit on afterwards. And yeah, Giannis was, doesn't care, man. If you're not his yeah. teammate, he does not care. And not I, interested. And we love that about Giannis. Yeah. He's like, I'll die for Greece right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> hey, how good does he look in a Greece jersey? Oh. But. Beautiful. I love it. I want one. Oh, I, yeah, that would be dope, actually. That's a cool niche yeah. one. <laughs> Costas and yeah, the Kumpo, yeah, not, yeah, even, cost, yeah. not even Giannis. Yeah, it's so funny on the back of the jersey. It's like, it barely fits. It's already said under the Kumpo, <laughs> then it's dot G for Giannis and dot T for... Yeah, it's unreal. Um, Australia, though, on the other hand, going against France last night, yeah. that was kind of the game where... Because if we won that game, it meant we avoid Team USA in the next round and we won't see them until I think it's the semis. Could be wrong. Anyway, it was an important game. And going up against Rudy Gobert in the middle there. Um, Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier and, as you said, Frankie Smokes. Mm. Uh, but Australia pulled it out. Um, I've only been reading the, re- the recaps. So I wasn't able to watch it last night. But um, Baines has been an absolute terror. Dude, throughout. Baines looks like a brick wall. Oh. <laughs> Phoenix got a serious pickup in Aaron Baines. I know. I'm really sad that we and lost And he's going to be wasted. Or maybe not. Maybe he'll be the one that just said, yeah. you know what, Devin? Shut up. Shut, <laughs> shut up. Play some defense once in your life. Mate. I, w- I would not talk back. Oh. oh, can you imagine Devin? Oh, Bob, I'm going to save my energy for offense. Man, I'll fucking kick a hole in your head. <laughs> yeah, so he... And the international play, the house centers have become... More a more staple a part of the game. He's dropping like twenty and ten. He's just awesome. He yeah. really solidified the the team throughout the tournament. Um, Him and Patty Mills, yeah, their veteran experience yeah. showed up. Yeah, Bogut and Delhi got into um, foul trouble early, 
Uh, but Delhi, Delhi had dropped 26 earlier in the tournament as well. The, the Aussies are just rolling. But the tricky thing about this tournament style thing is you can just have an off game. It's just how mm. basketball works, and you're out. right? And you, and, you, and you screw yourself in the wrong side of the bracket and then you're playing against Team USA, which they did do. They did win, but... Yeah, you don't want to bank on it again, particularly yeah. in an actual competitive match. Yeah, exactly. So, but the Aussies, have, they, they pulled it out. Gobert's just an absolute beast in, in this kind of format because he doesn't have to... Basically, for, Gobert's been dominant unless he has to play against James Harden or the Warriors, yeah. which <laughs> I think that goes for pretty much everyone, right? <laughs> so, he's been, he's been a pleasure to watch as well. Yeah, he's a great player. Yeah, but they, um, they, I believe they're still going through as well, so we get to see Rudy Gobert some more as well. Yeah, I think, and then so those are the standouts. So Serbia, Jokic is just Turkey made. almost beat USA. That's missed four, four free, free throws. throws. Yeah, Kuruk. At the end of the game. Yeah, um, yeah it's Chetty Osman, dude. We've that, been on the Chetty train since day one. That kid can play. <laughs> we wanted him to be out there with LeBron. He cooked <laughs> Miles Turner. Yeah, roast chicken, man. That was whew, that's beautiful. But yeah, and then Team USA just murdered Japan. It was. <laughs> Really Although that draft pick that Rui Hachimura, yeah, he's playing pretty good. He yammed all over Miles Turner. Yeah. Yeah, Miles Turner had a rough couple of days <laughs> on the House of Highlights. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, Rui, he looks good. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we'll I see. mean, he's a rookie. We'll see. Yeah. But but then I mean, if you're dunking on Miles Turner in a World Cup yeah. game before your first professional match in the NBA, you could be doing worse. Better than not dunking on <laughs> yeah. Miles Turner. Better than a hole in the head. Yeah, mate. I think that's. Uh, I think that's it for us yeah that's all i got to talk about uh till next week when we should have matt Beatty back on board you've been tuned into backdoor cut Peace.